Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Nationwide, by your side, talk radio and talk TV. Good morning and welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk TV in a very auspicious Monday morning uh, because of course we are in the midst now uh, of the summer. It's August, um, the sun is reasonably shiny uh, but not particularly hot which is fine with us. Peter Hitchens is here with me, I think he'd probably agree. Um, if you want to go somewhere hot, go somewhere hot. Uh, as Kevin O'Sullivan has done, he's off to the sunnier climes of the Mediterranean where it will be 30-something degrees and, you know, that's what it's supposed to be. Here it's 20-something and that's absolutely fine. It is supposed to get hotter a little bit later on. The climate fanatics are telling us that the world is on fire. Uh, nobody can seemingly agree about any of that. Uh, but I was reading some rather disturbing climate science over the course of the uh, weekend in which people were saying if we do not shut down all flying, all aircraft travel um, and all kind of... Um, uh, meat eating, uh, we will all die probably by about 2045, which may be true, may not be true. Peter's going to talk about e-bikes today. Uh, we're also going to have a look at what's going on in Ukraine, an interesting development there. But we will, of course, be continuing to take your calls on all manner of things, including the paucity of good driving in this country now, where 13% more people are driving up the motorway the wrong way than they were last year. I don't know why. 0344 499 is the number. Also, we'll keep talking about the migrant crisis and those poor junior doctors who apparently were so impoverished they can't afford to eat at lunchtime. Uh, this is Talk TV. Peter Hitchens is here. Very good morning to you. Good morning. We ha- incredulously, we had a, um, uh, a junior doctor on with Julie Hartley Brewer this morning who... Uh, makes we think around about 61,000 a year his wife is a gastroenterologist who makes about 82,000 he said that they both had to have second jobs because they couldn't afford to work in the NHS anymore and he couldn't afford to buy sandwiches well it is an extraordinary thing to say I mean, people do have very heavy demands on their incomes these days particularly from housing yes who, who knows what else they do it, it does sound a slightly um Surprising. Far-fetched, I think, is the word you're looking for. In, 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 yeah. in that profession to say, but there it is. As somebody suggested, maybe somebody could teach him at the hospital he works at to, how to make his own sandwiches. Well, I have to say, it's a joy to make your own sandwiches. <laughs> Isn't I, it just? Yeah, I make Although very, I had very a mean very, tomato sandwich. I had myself. a very funny uh, conversation with my 18-year-old uh, this weekend. Sorry to, to delay the start of the conversation, but um, I was off to the supermarket, and I said, do you need anything? And he went, can I get a meal deal? Can I, can I get? Yeah. And I said, no, you can't get a meal deal. Um, why not? I said, because I'm not, I don't buy them. I said, what is a meal deal is a sandwich, a bag of crisps and a drink. I will make you a sandwich. I will buy you some crisps and a drink if you wish, but I will make the sandwich. 
and he sort of reluctantly agreed. Well, I prefer to make my own sandwich. I do. Well, it's partly because all, all, all the bread used for sandwiches is either brown or sourdough. Yeah. And it, a lot of things don't sit well, well in brown bread. Generally speaking. If you speaking, want what I, so something I really like, say a cheese and tomato roll on crusty yes. white bread. Yes. You have to make it yourself. With butter? Well, of course. And you Branston? To, because you simply can't. Ordinary crusty white bread is yeah. most unattainable from these expensive five-pound-a-go sandwich bars. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. You might as well do it yourself anyway. Yeah. But the, but the meal deal that you get in a, in a supermarket sandwich is even worse because it's been made in some god-awful sort of sandwich factory. Well, you heaven know, knows. Off the coast of the Isle of Man heaven or something. Knows. And, and then probably chilled, chilled for three years yeah. and then released right. to you. And you, if you don't eat it quickly, it, yeah. it'll go. He, was, he was very put out by the fact that I made him his own actual fresh bacon and chicken But it's sandwich. your job as his, as, as, it as, as, as his father to teach him it about is. the archaic world. I'm afraid I'm failing miserably. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about e-bikes. You'll yeah, probably, you'll I, probably I, want one of those. Well, no, I wrote an article in The Spectator about them last week and I got a fair amount of reaction. I, 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 can't, I can't tell you how annoying it is if you ride a proper bike. Uh, to see these things, yeah. which are actually electric motorcycles. They're so quick, aren't they? They're very fast and they're very heavy. So an ordinary bicycle weighs about two stone. Mm. An e-bike, one of these things you often find lying about on the pavement, the higher ones, weighs about five stone. Yeah. Oh, they're so heavy. Very heavy batteries. Yeah. And people pretend, oh, this is what annoys me about them, they pretend that they're bicycles. Yeah. So they're allowed to ride in cycle lanes. Uh, until they came along, there were a lot of really good new cycle lanes mm. in London, the one along the embankment, the yeah. one that goes through Hyde Park, where you actually could ride your bike without any fear of being crashed into by a motor vehicle. Yeah. Now they've got motor vehicles in them. Why right. is this? And this is this fantasy that they're, they're emission-free. Of course they're not emission-free. Right. They have to charge their batteries from power stations. If everybody in this country went over to electric vehicles, either cars, bikes, scooters, mm. whatever it is, the power, the power grid would break down yeah, because it simply There's couldn't not enough cope power. with the charging demand. Right. The idea that these things don't produce any emissions is nonsense. Uh, the idea that they give you an exercise seems to me to be... Well, they certainly don't do that. ...far-fetched. Yeah. Uh, and yet they're given the same status mm. as, as bicycles, which won all these concessions eventually precisely because they were healthy, non-polluting, clean, yes. and, and, and these things... And are they are. more dangerous as well because they, because of their weight? They're slow, they don't slow down as quickly. Well, I they? think I th when you're riding a bicycle and you slow down, you do two things. You stop pedalling and, yeah. you, and you brake simultaneously. Right. Whereas with any motor vehicle, there's that the split second mm. of braking distance where you also have to take your uh, to, 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 to reduce right. the power. It's harder to do, and they're heavy. I just I mean, do they have a different braking system? I wouldn't system? mind. I mean, I, I, no, I, but it, with, with any braking system, there's reaction time, but it, but it also, the, so they, they've got engines and they've got powerful momentum because they're so heavy. I wouldn't mind them being on the road with number plates on and people having to pass tests. Well, to, to, I, I have a motorcycle license. It, it's you know, it's quite a stiff test yeah. to get, and you and, and importantly because they they're dangerous things to ride if mm. you're not in control of them, and people should get licenses to ride them, and they should be made to to have number plates like other motor vehicles. Yeah. But of course, if that happened, it, there would be much less business around in hiring them. You know, you can ride them at fourteen, and I saw the other day in Kensington Gardens, two or three kids who I reckon couldn't have been older than twelve. Riding these things yeah. about at some speed and quite well, uh, do you know quite what the, erratically well, the, among among crowds with small children. Yeah. And I thought well, it was the, terrifying. the thing that, that you also know about teenagers, and I've been told this by several people on pretty good authority, is that they've worked out how to crack the code of these rental oh, electric it's, it's, bikes. I'm afraid so when you hear them going clicking, 
and you can see the kids on them and they go past and the, and the wheels appear to be clicking, that means they've basically broken the system. Is that, what, is that, is yeah. that how you tell? I mean, it yeah. seems to me that I often see them going a good deal faster than the supposed yeah. 15 and a half miles an hour, which is alleged to be their maximum. Right. Uh, in fact, the first time I encountered one, I, I was nearly spotted mm. because I saw it coming on a pedestrian crossing by night. It looked to me like well, a you're bicycle. Well, you are lucky to bicycle, And I thought... Oh, well, I've got time to cross, but yeah. I didn't because it was going at least twice as fast as a yeah. bicycle, and I, I had to jump out of the way. And I've seen one in the city of London near St. Paul's mm. a few months ago on the pavement being ridden way over 25 yeah. miles an hour. It was terrifying yeah. fast and nearly hit me. And they're dangerous. And it, it's if, if, they are, if we're going to have electric motorbikes in this country, they should be licensed. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And it really is. But they're not. But the cycling lobby is so um, sort of powerful. And I say that not because it's powerful within... The, the country or the or the or the the parliament necessarily, but it's powerful within individual kind of councils. Like you know, the the mayor of London has got a cycling czar. Oh yeah. Many of the local councils have got kind of you know fresh air maniacs who make sure that cyclists are given priority in all ways. Well, I'm that in favour of that, Mike. I think there should be some a voice for the, certainly the, the the motor industry and the and the oil industry and all the other people concerned with transport, they have lobbies. I don't see why cyclists shouldn't have lobbies. Well, what's, yeah, what's disappointed me In terms about of use of the road, though, they well, don't have it. Well, it's... It, I, I, as, as I think we've discussed, I think some of the cycle lanes, the ones which were introduced during the Great Panic, mm. were ridiculous, yeah. and, and they had to go, and I'm not in favour of that. Right. I think you have to, there has to be a compromise, especially in what is basically an 18th and 19th century city like this where you don't have many right. wide roads. You've got to compromise sometimes. So I'm, I'm, I'm not fanatical about that, but there has to be a voice for cyclists. What's shocked me is that the cyclist voices have not really taken up this issue and said, well, actually, we spent 25 mm. years getting cycle yes. lanes for people who pedal their bikes. Now they're full of motor vehicles. Right. Why are they there? Well, you know why? I think it's because they see it as a slippery slope. Because I think if they saw that you could put a license plate or some kind of registration on an electric bike, then, then the next thing that would happen was people like me would say, well, now it's time to put them on real bikes. Well, they could say that, but I think the big distinction has to be between a, a vehicle with an engine and a vehicle without an yeah. engine. That's always what it has been. Mm. But since Grant Shapps was at the Ministry of Transport, that crucial distinction, both for e-bikes and the horrible e-scooters, which have their own problems we've yes. discussed, uh, have slipped underneath that. And, Funnily and enough, they, I haven't they, seen they, as many e-scooters. Oh, there are a lot of them about. Are there still? You. Oh, yeah, any student town there, okay. there everywhere. And they, because it's, they, they, they appeal to a crucial human desire, mm. laziness. Yes. Uh, you, you don't want to walk the, the mile and a half from the pub back yeah. to your... Your 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 bed sits, right. so you you get one of these right. things, right? And, I and suppose, maybe you let your friend yeah. ride on it with you. The, the and if it, motorized and if it's, tin tray, and if it's cheap, it's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, they are. They, I'm afraid they are and will remain popular, and you'll see a lot of them, and they will be on the pavement behind you. And one day, whack! They're also yeah. fantastically good vehicles, of course, for muggers. Yeah. And can you imagine? Well, that's the other problem. So yeah. I don't think they've gone away. It's just that the the e bike has had a bit more prominence. Lately. Yeah. But I, I, I urge people, please read this. this I mean, I've tried along with Nick Freeman um, and others to put a petition through to Parliament and we actually did get the requisite number of signatures to get it considered for uh, debate and then the answer came back oh we've already got one of these uh, so we're not going to allow it in thanks yeah, very but much. those are useless anyway you get a debate usually in Westminster Hall and there's nothing happens no no legislation right. results from it it's a mm. sop yeah I, and I, I've given up I used to take part in those petitions but I've given up now mm. because all you get 
is a group of people having a conversation, and then nothing, and then nothing happens. happens. And you, the whole point but of isn't that now where we are politically? I mean, Very much so. Everything you know, given, goes around. Given the illusions, like the BBC complaint system. Yeah. You make a complaint, they put you through this electronic rigmarole, and you yeah. think at the end of it you made a complaint. In fact, it's just lodged in the sort of spongy surface yeah. run, I think, by um, one of those, not Circo, one of the other, um, Capita, uh, oh, service yeah. companies. Uh, it's never even seen by anybody at the BBC. You right. have to complain about your complaint not being properly mm. treated before your complaint is even seen by yes. the BBC. Yeah. And it has to be escalated to something called the the, the um, Executive Complaints Unit, rather grandly. <laughs> of course. And, and they, can, they can then reject it more thoroughly. Very occasionally they get through, yeah. but most people who I'm, make so complaints to the BBC piece, just, yeah. just get completely... Uh, uh, Ignored. Yes. It, the, the complaint is they re, they register they think they've complained but they haven't really. Yeah. I mean, I was reading a piece in the Sunday Times this weekend about the Hugh Edwards affair, where yeah. apparently the BBC's kind of split down the middle yeah. between people who think he was badly treated, others who think that he should have been reported earlier. But meanwhile, the complaint process continues and will continue into the autumn, and nobody's really sure whether it will actually ever come to any kind it of conclusion. It remains a very odd case, I think. Yes, it really is. Um, well, listen, uh, we're going to talk about Ukraine. Uh, we'll be back after this because we must take a short uh, time out. We're with Peter Hitchens. I'm Mike Graham. This is Talk TV. On the app, on your mobile, Talk Radio and Talk TV. Welcome back to the Independent Republican, Mike Graham, right here on Talk TV. Peter Hitchens is here. Uh, we've been talking about e-bikes and e-scooters. Uh, let's take a trip uh, over to Ukraine to see what's going on there. You've got a story yes, that's well, I, I, I your interest. Fascinated by this. I thought it was a major story. If it had been, if it had been a story about Russia, it would have achieved enormous coverage. But as it was, it was a bit... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves... Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN down page and mm. down bulletin uh, that a number of uh, recruiting officers, army recruiting officers in Ukraine have been charged with serious corruption. That's to say taking considerable bribes mm. from people to give them exemption certificates from military service. And at the same time, several thousand people have, uh, have been caught 
uh, trying to cross the border, usually into Romania, a young man trying to avoid, avoid conscription, mm. which suggests that quite a lot more have not been caught. Now, the interesting thing about this is, well, two things about it. One is that it suggests that the, the image that we have of Ukraine as being a country full of people enthusiastic about the war is not entirely true, that not everybody necessarily wants to do it. The other that I would strongly suspect that the Ukrainian, Ukrainian army has big pressures on its numbers because of very high casualty levels. Yeah. Now, Ukrainians quite understandably won't give public details of their casualties. They just won't do it. But it seems to me that the Western media have been very compliant in just accepting this and saying, oh, well, if you won't tell us, we, we, won't, uh, right. we won't talk about it. Mm. But in Russia, uh, the BBC Russian service about two months ago did an excellent piece of work. They, they studied local newspapers and news websites. They, they had, I think, uh, satellite pictures of cemeteries. And they worked out, uh, I think quite accurately, the number of, of military casualties in the Russian army, which is a good piece of journalism, yeah. the kind which has not been done about Ukraine. I just wish there would be more balanced mm. coverage about this war. There's another thing. I mean, you, you see a lot about uh, about Ukrainian uh, civilians dying as a result of Russian drones and bombs in Ukrainian towns. And it's quite right that this concentration should happen because the idea you can have a clean war uh, is ridiculous. Mm. There is no such thing as a surgical right. strike. Uh, but when, for instance, I, the, the, there's a lot of concentration on the Kerch Bridge, you know, the big new bridge the yeah. Russians built to connect with, with Crimea, and it gets hit by the Ukrainians mm. whenever they can. When it was hit in June, I noticed way down the page in the story that two people uh, driving in their car were killed, and their 14-year-old daughter was left orphaned by this. This wasn't mentioned mm. in the coverage of it. It was all just you, right. the Kerch Bridge has been hit. Again, it's not our job, it seems to me, to take sides quite so much no. in this war. All war is hell. Whoever's doing the shelling and the bombing, yeah. innocent people die, and, if, and, and it's quite right that we should cover this from both sides. Yeah. And also, war is very costly. Young men in Ukraine now, are under very big pressure to go out and get killed in, in, in what seems to me to be a war quite close to the First World War in terms of casualty levels, trench warfare, and all the rest of yeah. it, killed or maimed. And that's one of the main reasons why a lot of people, including me, would like to see this war come to an end. Yeah. The like many of tenor these. of everything is, oh, this is a fantastic yeah. war. Uh, Ukraine is wonderful. Russia is bad. Let's carry on as, as, as it was a good thing. Mm. Whereas any sane person right. would surely want to bring but, it yeah. to an end. And also, isn't it troubling that journalists today do leave things out of stories and you hope to, not because of ideological reasons, but you do wonder whether they're leaving things out of stories for a purpose, because why would you? Well, I don't understand why you would. But it's always about positioning as well, isn't it? what you leave out, whether you put it at the bottom or the top of the yeah. story. I, I, that's, this is what news outlets do, and it's wise for people to understand that it's going on. My late brother used to say that one of the reasons he worked uh, he worked in Fleet Street was so he didn't have to rely on the newspapers to find out what was going on. <laughs> uh, it, it's true, you have to be a bit careful, don't yeah. you? Because the whole point of an of a adversarial press is that some of us will say one mm. thing, others will say another, and yeah. if you read a lot of it, uh, you'll probably yeah. get a more total picture than otherwise. It's you'll the also... nature of it. I don't mind that. I right. think it's okay as long as you know what's going on. As long but as in the case it. of war, in, this, in the case of the Ukraine, there is basically only one side in British media mm. broadcasting. And if you, the moment you step out the, outside that, then you're immediately pelted with slime and mud and told you're a Putin apologist. Yeah. And all the other I just don't care anymore because just, it, 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 it really doesn't matter. Does it, it doesn't matter, no. but it's necessary to say, sooner or later, and we, I think, is it £9 billion 
pounds we've spent on, on this war in this country. Yeah. And we're constantly being told we can't afford this, the health service can't right. do that, we can't fix potholes in our roads, our, yeah. own, our own military is falling to bits. Well, we do need to consider, don't we, whether this $9 billion yeah. is actually a also, wise if they investment. Are going to keep, and also, if they are going to keep blaming Ukraine for everything, i.e. the price of you know literally bread and milk, well, yeah, that or too. the price of uh, petrol, or the price of gas, or the price of everything, then surely it would be in their interest to end the war, well, wouldn't it's, it? It's quite, and then there's Rather this, than continuing other business of, of Ukraine struggling to export its grain, which yeah. is from which a lot of people are suffering. Well, in that case, the best thing to do, surely, is to bring about a peace under which the grain yeah. can once again be... War is an unnatural and unpleasant circumstance, which yeah. should never be prolonged. And I just think there should be more public opinion yeah. saying, shouldn't we be thinking but also from bringing all, this to an end? From all sides, there's a kind of confusion as well, because I saw some footage over the weekend of some... Um, people sort of basically sunbathing on a beach in Odessa because it's apparently been opened up and people going, well, that's a funny looking war zone. Well, you know, I've been in a war zone and it's not always at war. You know, when I was in Bosnia, for example, the big sort of fighting had moved from Vitez to Mostar and so Vitez was relatively calm. So you were actually, while in the midst of a war, able to sunbathe in a field and, you know, drink wine and do all the things that you can do no, in a normal I think place. No, I think that's true. It's but a, but w- the point is the war isn't everywhere all the time. No, but it, if you're in a country which has got, which whose army is, is being churned up in a, in a, in a very um, brutal meat grinder war, then, and if you're a young man, then I think wherever you are, uh, it affects you. And I think this is why people are paying thousands of dollars, I think, to uh, to, to avoid being conscripted and also paying yeah. quite heavy fees to smugglers to get them over the border. I'm sure. Romania well, it happened I, in America. Why wouldn't it happen in, in Ukraine? Yeah, sure but it's not, you see, the, it's just it doesn't conform with the with the image that we're fed of uh. Ukraine being a, a, a totally perfect, wonderful country in which nothing sort of goes wrong Every, and everybody They're is totally amazing. committed to the war. Yeah. It isn't, so I think that may be why uh, it didn't make, yeah. uh, it didn't go very far forward. Whereas as I say, I absolutely assure you that if a similar story about Russia uh, came out, that it would be given mm. quite properly, yeah. big problem. And who doubts that people are, are, are paying bribes to yeah. avoid military But also the national, nationality of people is interesting. I, 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 again, not wishing to just use one example, but I was, had a driver the other day take me to the airport um, who was from Ukraine, but he said his family were also in Belarusia and also in Siberia. He said yeah. he came from those three places. Right. So he said it's quite difficult to kind of have one view on one part of that country. Well, there's more than one kind of Ukrainian, as I yeah. constantly try to point out. It's they're not all, they're, they're not all, they're not all anti-Russian. They're not, not all, all pro-Crimea. Uh, you know what I mean? It's it's, like, it varies Im- immensely, yeah. and, and the, the language they speak varies as well. It's, it's, a, it's a complicated country, and again, people should know this. Right. Let's talk about uh, Jesus in a Porsche, because this is one oh, of my yeah. favourite stories of the weekend. You wrote about it on Sunday. Yeah. Um, an advert, basically, for a very fast and expensive German car. Yeah. And it was. Uh, I think it was, we've got the pictures. It was. Um, Show us the first picture that was put out, which is a picture of, I think, a bridge, isn't it? Yes, yeah, a bridge in it's a bridge in Lisbon. Yeah. And behind it is a very high statue of Jesus Christ. <laughs> a bit like the one in Rio. Yeah, but I modelled on it, yeah. I think, uh, which dates, I think, from about 1959. It's supposed right. to be a memorial to that the Portugal escaped the Second World War. Right. And then the, the it, it appeared, and then Porsche put it out again with the plinth of the statue there. And, and uh, he did, yeah. G- Jesus The plinth on its own looks ridiculous. Said, and I'm not sure how many days afterwards Jesus was back. Right. Well, my guess it was three. I don't know. But Do you it, think it, they it, had a lot it, of complaints was, from... Catholics in I Portugal. don't know what it it got bad publicity that's yeah. for certain uh, people spotted it and said why is this gone yeah. and it's it's now back but you have to ask yourself why did they take it out in the 
First Again, book. truth in advertising. Just don't tell lies. Nobody's Just, you know. really said. I mean, one theory is that the bridge they use is, is often used by advertising because it looks a bit like the Golden Gate. Yeah. But you don't have to slog over to California <laughs> to take the film. Um, and, of course, there is no statue of, of Christ well, I mean, even so next to the, the Golden th- Gate. But even so... So does the fourth bridge, you might have, the fourth road bridge. I mean, you don't even have to go to Europe for that one. Well, no, but it doesn't quite have the quite have the architectural zing of this rather fine Possibly bridge in Portugal so. or the more or less guaranteed sunshine. It's an interesting advert, by the way. It's, where it's, it's sort of trying to do several generations of, of Porsches going yes. on from the, I'll have the 50 to, yeah. years. It's, it's worth a look, but it's extraordinary. Whenever people cut something out, mm. as they always say, it's to cover mm. up that gets you yeah, into trouble. exactly right. Now, having added something in, I must raise this with you. A church oh, is yes. thought to be the first in the UK to have a stained glass window depicting scenes from the COVID-19 pandemic. We've now gone full um, sort yeah. of Monty, haven't we? Whittlesford Parish Church in Cambridgeshire commissioned a £20,000 artwork to mark a 1,000 years since the church was first built. Well, I'm all in favour. I love stained glass windows. There's These are not particularly great stained no, glass they're not. windows. I, no, it's true. But I mean, there are, there are, there's, there are, if you go look in, in York Minster, for instance, there's a stained glass window with monkeys in it. They're, yeah. they're, they're full of fascinating stuff. Yes. And the stained glass windows in Chartres, because these are in France, are I mean, I've been to Reims, greatest art galleries where, in the world. Where they've got stained glass windows by Chagall or something. Yeah, yeah. of course. And they're, and, and they're great. But I'm not against it, but I think if they're going to have a stained glass window about the COVID <laughs> panic, they should have one showing the church being closed so, so no one can go to it. <laughs> Yes, I mean there is something to mark. For churches, was the main experience. Yeah, exactly right. Sorry, you can't go to church. Unbelievable. Finally, uh, Julian Assange. Um, obviously, yeah. we talked about well, it Well, I'm still week. trying. You're I still see. trying. You wrote about it this week yeah, again. I, I get this, any, any movement? I, I get this antsy feeling that there's going to be, a, it, it's it's the very dead of summer. There's going to be a sudden final court decision, and then the, the Home Secretary will say, yep, and, and off he will go. And right. I say, so if you are concerned about this, I just beg you, please, now is the time to write politely, briefly, and numerously to, to the Right Honourable Suella rather than Home Secretary and say, please don't do this. Mm. Because as we know, Theresa May refused to extradite Gary McKinnon, uh, in my view, quite rightly. Yes. And what happened? Did the United States no, they stop, just gave up, didn't stop, they? Uh, stop trading with us no. or, 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 or do anything horrible, horrible to us? Nothing happened at all. Uh, because the, the fact is that if you stand up to the USA, as General de Gaulle of France proved many years ago, you stand up to the USA, they treat you better than if you cringe mm. to them. And I th- it, it would be wonderful if Suella Braverman distinguished herself down the ages, actually, if she re- refused to do this completely wrong extradition. The wrongest thing about it is it's political. People should not be extradited to other countries for, for, for what are blatantly political mm. offences. No, indeed. Peter, good to see you as ever. Peter Hitchens back next Monday, of course, back in the mail on Sunday. Uh, on Sunday. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk to Ben Habib in the new hour after midday. We're going to find out from him uh, what his take is on the reports that there was f- shots fired uh, over in uh, Calais between migrant different groups before uh, they all piled onto a boat which inevitably sank because there were too many people on it. Dreadful story, dreadful business, uh, but we need to find a solution. Surely we do. 0344 499 is the number. Also, coming up next, we're going to be talking um, to um, uh, Jamie Jenkins from Wales. We'll get the up and the lowdown from him on the NHS figures down there. And also, what on earth is going on with the COVID inquiries? Let's talk TV. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. If you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio, via DAB, online or via the Talk Radio app. If you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. 
The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.